This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much and good morning, everybody. And welcome to the Buzz Adams Morning Show. Here for Tuesday. Brand new day, brand new month. Uh, Get ready for a holiday weekend with Labor Day coming up on Monday. And uh, since it is September, uh, an awful lot to uh, preview what's coming up in the month of uh, September. So we'll get into that coming up in just a few moments. Got that on the way. Somebody's peacocking over there. Oh, guys, what a lovely... Red hat that I totally asked Nico if I could have last night. I was like, "Can I have that hat?" What are you? What? When are you talking to? Nico? Does Nico take pictures and put yeah, them absolutely. on? Put absolutely. them on Friendster uh-huh. or whatever it is you guys are into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zoom. I don't know what yeah. do you guys go on <laughs> mm-hmm. late at night. Totally. Um, I've been looking for that hat, and then I saw he had it. I'm like, where did you get that? <laughs> well, red really does stand out. So when you, you know what? When that you, red does look nice on you. Thank mm-hmm. you. I appreciate that. So when you wear a red hat, yeah, people tend to look twice. You, you know? know, but especially if there's white so, glittering on it. I want to know though if people give you dirty looks or like, yeah, that's right. What? I'll tell you the truth. First time I've worn it. <laughs> Anywhere. Right. Yeah. Oh, so excitement. This is the very first time I've worn it. So. so all you've seen is excitement at this point. Brandon, I'm what do you not, think? I am not going to be afraid anymore to express myself. If people don't like what uh-huh. I support, okay. that, that's why I'm wearing the I red hat. It. And people are just going to have to learn to live with it. I love it. I won't remain silent about my true beliefs anymore. So if you want to see my red hat... You can go over to Buzz Adam Show on Facebook and check out our live feed. It's funny also. how he does things like this to get attention, but then when the camera's left on him, he throws a fit. <laughs> He's like, but I want it just on me right that, now. Just putting that out there. But I want it on me yeah, right now. It's a good burn. <laughs> <laughs> it looks uh, great, though. Thank you. It does look good. <laughs> thank you, girls. I appreciate it very much. Oh, Joanna, you may be moving up in the ranks I then. Know. Yeah. You're making a play for second place, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, the Great Noster Dumbass is going to be on the show later, so plan for that. Visit from the Great Noster Dumbass, who will amaze us with his uncanny powers of precognition. That's coming up later this morning. Uh, let's go around. Everybody share what uh, you're working on today. Then I'm going to tell you why September is an important month. Uh, Joanna Barba, what's coming up on entertainment news for today? Netflix is opening up some of its content for free to non-subscribers with a twist. What Netflix is doing is what we were told, like, as kids (laughs) in the 80s that drug dealers did, which is they give you a little taste. Like they like give the you. First taste it is turns free. out, uh, drug dealers very rarely give you free drugs. Yeah, uh, I found out. But we were told like a drug dealer <laughs> will give you drugs, right, to get you hooked on them, mm-hmm. and then you'll you'll start paying for it. And that's what the Netflix. Yep. Like for instance, one of the shows they're going to show is Stranger Things. Oh yeah, and you can watch a, an episode or a few episodes. That's a you, gateway drug, right yeah, there. Yeah, if you wanted to is. binge watch an entire season, you would have to go you ahead and sign up. Sign so that up. is. That is a, a classic 80s just-say-no-to-drugs tactic 
that mm-hmm. Netflix is throwing out there. Uh, Brandon, sports. What do we got coming up uh, in sports? MLB trade deadline was yesterday, so we'll cover some of the big trades. The Padres making moves, man. All right. They're sitting behind the Dodgers right now in the NL West. It's going to be an exciting race, but the Dodgers are kind of... Oh, they, the Dodgers also set a record for the month of August. Um, but the Padres were making some moves. They're, they're trying to you know do whatever they can to, to topple the Dodgers. When we uh, when we get to this part where I'm going to tell you uh, what's notable about the month of September, sports plays a big part in it, like the you know with football coming back and stuff, and and that's not all. So there's a lot uh, happening on the sports front, and Lisa Sanchez is covering our news for us today. So Lisa, what do you want to preview? What do we have coming up in news? Yeah, we're going to be taking a look at Kenosha, Wisconsin, because the president will be traveling there today, despite the request from. Uh, government officials that were asking him, please don't do this right now, um, saying that they think it's going to incite even more violence in the area. But uh, he will not be meeting with Jacob Blake's family. He will be making inst- meeting instead with law enforcement. Uh, also, he uh, had some encouraging things to say about Kyle uh, was it Rittenhouse? Rittenhouse. The 17-year-old gunman who shot two people. Oh, no. I think what's better is his choking comment. Did you hear about that? I mean, sometimes cops choke. <laughs> really? No, I, I haven't heard that one. Does he mean what? like they, like they choke, like they choke people, or no. like they they screw up and choke? Yeah, they sometimes you know because he's like you know like in golf sometimes you choke sometimes you know call, cops choke. I was like ooh. Well, they choked George Floyd, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Not, I mean, yeah. but that's not what he was. That's not what, what he was trying to say. Allegedly, yeah. Uh, all right. Bad choice of words. Yeah, not a great choice of words there, but do you think it matters to anybody? No. I mean, anybody that's already a fan of his, it's just they know what he means. <laughs> I think you know what the deal is already if you're a, if you're a Trump fan I'm at sure this point. sure they had point. a chuckle. Uh, are we going to get to a late night roundup? Nope. Coming up this morning. Nope. No late they night still roundup. gone? Okay. Yeah, all the, the hosts are off this week. Man, we should start David a petition. I was going to say we should start a petition for David Spade to come back. He was the best one, he at least when he really was right. the monologues. Yeah, I've uh, got a little preview of the month of September here for you. Uh, first day of fall is going to be coming up later this month. Let me bring this up so I can tell you everything about it. First day of fall is September twenty second. It may not. Did you guys, for instance, do you think it felt cooler yesterday? Yeah, it did. I don't think I was outside enough to know. I noticed because my air conditioner was working fabulously. I had to get a nice blanket last night. Oh, yeah. It it wasn't drastically cooler, but where where you can really tell is... It was insufferable. Yeah. If you have a swimming pool, when you Mm -hmm. get in the pool, Uh the water is noticeably... Cooler. Was it cooler when you went in for your bath yesterday? I was about to ask, was that your shower? Yeah. I mean, not freezing or anything, but, but <laughs> you know, uh-huh. you can you can feel the, the edge of autumn. You did a little autumn. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. Buzz is like, man, I'm going to have to actually start taking real showers. It was nice soon. this morning. Well, I'm trying to get in the pool every day because I know I only have, like, at the most, a month uh, to use it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Better go out of town again, then, so I can start using it again. 
You can come over when I'm home. I don't. Uh, oh, did sweet. you get I'll in steal the pool? That hat. Did you get in the pool when when you were at my house? Yeah, Nico cleaned it for us. Wait, and you guys got in, or you just like yeah. stuck your feet in? No, we got in. Oh, I didn't even know that. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> sweet, I'll take that hat next. I'll add it to my collection of things. You know what? Maybe you and Joanna. Uh huh. Not welcome without my supervision. <laughs> Also, in the month of September, if you're willing to brave going to a movie theater like Tom Cruise did, uh, Christopher Nolan's Tenant opens uh, this Thursday at theaters, and the live-action Mulan remake yeah. hits Disney Plus on Friday. If I don't have this wrong, my understanding is it's also going to be in some theaters on the big screen. So That's cool, because I feel like that is a movie I, I would want to see in the big screen. Some of uh, what might be your favorite shows are coming back um, when fall arrives, the new TV season. So a bunch of TV shows are coming back, including Dancing with the Stars returns on the 14th. Have they done the official announcement yet? No, that is next that? Wednesday. Okay. Because I did see, I saw a commercial for it last night with Tyra Banks. And she they said, make sure to stay tuned next Wednesday when they we reveal. So it's. I think it's next week we're going to find uh, out. All right. So Dancing with the Stars returns on the 14th. The Mass Singer returns Ooh. on September 23rd. That seems like a show they might be able to do without an audience. Does that make sense? Well, they've already got masks. It, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, but they'd have to social distance that audience, too. And The Simpsons, Family Guy, and Bob's Burgers all return on the 27th of this yes. month. Also, this year's Emmy Awards will be on September 20th. Those will be on ABC. Finally, the holidays. The big one is Labor Day, Monday. Hopefully, three-day weekend, uh, if you want it to be. Are we working? Uh, no, we I talked to go over that yesterday, and Kevin was like, I, No, I talked to Kevin about it. He said one of you guys, he thought one of you guys had said you'd work uh, Labor Day, and he was fine with whoever wanted to work on Labor Day. Yeah, yeah he's like, between look. Between me and Joanna, who wants to work it? He's all, look, you guys it. have Lisa, a lot why, of... why don't you let Lisa? Because she Lisa. doesn't know how to run the she board. That's true. Board. Why don't you let me do it? Because you don't know, how to, you don't know how to run the board. No, I'd have uh, Joanna come in and do it with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Labor Day on Monday. Cheese Pizza Day is Ooh. September the 5th. Ooh. Video Games Day on the 12th. Guacamole Day is the 16th. Yum. Uh, looking on ahead at what else is coming up in September? Cheeseburger Day is the 18th, and Talk Like a Pirate Day. So we got enough. Uh, we got enough of a heads up and a warning. Talk Like a Pirate Day is going to be on the 19th, and National Drink Beer Day is September 28th. So all of those things and a whole lot more that didn't get mentioned uh, coming up. Also, September is. Uh, pl yeah, I can talk about this. This isn't too off color. It is Pleasure Your Mate Month. So, oh. um, encourages finding ways to, to bring pleasure, uh, to your loved one, your spouse, uh, your significant other. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Coming up momentarily, a visit from the great Nostradamus been a while since we've had a uh, visit from Nostra. Social distancing, man. Yeah, sure. I mean, but, it took us a few months just to get Justin Underwood back in here, so. But you got his uh, you got his envelopes, right? I do. Okay. 
All right, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have the great dumbass dropping by in just a few minutes to uh, amaze us with his predictions. So that's on the way. Uh, TV today. There's a new show on Netflix, Bookmarks, celebrating Black voices as Common, Lupita Nyong'o, Tiffany Haddish, and other celebrities share children's book written by black authors to spark uh, conversations about equality and anti-racism. You can watch that now on Netflix. Also on Netflix, a stand-up special from one of our friends, Felipe Esparza. Uh, Felipe's Netflix special is called Bad Decisions and streaming today. America's Got Talent, a live show on NBC tonight and also on NBC, a series premiere of Transplant about a doctor who's a Syrian refugee who earns a residency position after using his trauma training to save one of the senior surgeons. So that is coming up on television today. Loretta Lynn and Kid Rock did not, I repeat, not get married over the weekend. What? I already got them a gift. Man. Is it Valtrex? This was <laughs> this was like the last thing that I was told before bedtime last night. And Did I you? said I immediately said BS, except I didn't say BS. And then Nico said It's in USA today. Oh, I can just see you two laying in bed together. <laughs> You're like, all I right, said, I said it was the bed. last thing I did before I went to bed. Light, you know, and then you flip the light off, and Nico's t- telling you a story about Kid With Rock and Loretta With their glasses on while reading newspapers. <laughs> well, I didn't believe him, but... It's on the tip of your nose like a librarian. Love it. <laughs> Show me that story. This is slick. Mm. I, don't, I don't believe it. Was, look, you were, you were like this. Look at me. Yeah, got it. <laughs> well, anyway, I didn't believe it, so he held up like his his iPad and was like, "Look!" And there was a picture of like Kid Rock down down on, on one knee. knee. And yeah, Loretta Lynn is eighty eight years old, guys. She still got it. What's your problem? They did not get married. Oh, um, Kid Rock has slept with everybody else in the country. He was just you know looking to finish it off. They were both at a vow a vow renewal ceremony, and I guess it wasn't for either one of them. I was about to say, I'm like, so they did get married, <laughs> no. but like 20 years ago, they yeah, were renewing their vows. The renewal. Ms. Lynn, the coal miner's daughter, wore a veil, and Kid Rock got down on one knee to put a ring on her finger. So Loretta posted the pictures and said, we've always teased about getting ourselves married. Well, the preacher was already there, so we had some fun. Sorry, girls, he's taken. Sate's taken. Oh, he's taken. So that uh, got covered, and sources were reporting it as fact. So Ms. Lynn had to go on Facebook yesterday to clarify that it was just a joke. Uh, She said, Kid Rock and I didn't get married over the weekend, but we had a blast. Um, A few TV notes. AMC has canceled Nosferatu. After two seasons. Oh, I haven't seen the second season. Did you watch the first season? I did. Was it good? It was really good. Do you know who it was written by? No. Joe Hill, who is uh, Stephen King's oh, son. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Uh, wrote the book that Nosferatu was based on, but it's been canceled. Boo. 
Cobra Kai has become the most popular show on Netflix. Dude, they totally had that on at the dentist yesterday. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Brendan's like, oh, yeah. It had me intrigued. I was like, hmm, I might have to watch this on Netflix. (laughs) Your dentist sounds a little distracted. (laughs) He's like, oh, yeah. Kick to the face? They said no kicks to the face. (laughs) There's a report that Madonna has her eye on one of the stars of Ozark to play her, to play Madonna in a biopic. Okay. It's, is it that curly Is it Ruth? It's, I think it's Ruth. Julia Garner, it says is the actress's name, but as I'm looking at all the main characters, uh, that seems the one that would... Look the most like her? Yeah. It's a curly-haired girl. I mm-hmm. don't know what she plays she in has, Yeah, she does kind of... She got. She has that, uh, that look. Oh, I could see it. Yeah. Ruth uh, is from the, like, from the criminal, low-life trailer park family that... Uh, works for for Marty Bird. Also, there's a trailer out from Netflix for The Haunting of Bly Manor. That is the follow-up to The Haunting, Haunting of, of Hill? Hill House. Whoa. That's so, creepy. Have you seen that trailer already? I have. Oh, I gotta watch that. I really liked the first season, man. Oh, so good. Well, it, according to some experts, it's it's probably time to start making plans for a Zoom Thanksgiving or a social distance Thanksgiving. I was looking into that because people are saying there's going to be Zoom, you know, Halloween's Thanksgiving. What's going to happen with Christmas, too? Oh, my God. That means nobody will go over to the house. Sounds amazing. Right? It means you can mute the drunk uncle. It just starts going off on rants. Public health experts say that a number of factors, such as schools reopening, the cold winter months ahead, holiday travel, and fatigue are going to make in-person Thanksgiving risky. So they're they're suggesting that you at least think about your Thanksgiving plans and whether you want to do them in person or not. So I don't know. It feels like a lot of people are already just yeah. No one cares. Yeah, are are traveling again. Oh, they say that like. Uh, there was a survey. They said like 60% of people in America say they're planning on road tripping yeah. for Labor Day weekend. I, I think driving, people are believing, is a lot safer, so they're more willing to do that. I mean, like my my brother's already planning a trip to come out here in uh, November. Is he in Florida? Yeah. Where you live? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Does he get in like his Mach 4 military jet <laughs> and fly out here? No, he's coming with the dogs and oh, the Oh, he doesn't wife. get on his uh, Maverick motor uh, motorbike like in Top Gun? No. <laughs> he used to do motorcycles or ride them, and then uh, he's not allowed to anymore. So This but, uh, survey, I, I looked it up real quick, uh, it was done by Cars.com, and they say 60% of Americans are planning to travel this weekend. Are uh, you traveling? No. I mean, not out of town or anything. What is asking? Like over to the golf course. <laughs> Are you going to leave your house at all? Lisa, you could come over to my house even if I'm there. I don't mm. care. Yeah. We know you don't care. We do. Yeah. How am I going to add to my collection? Anyway, 60% of people. Buzz gives a little tips. He said, Hey, Lisa, have I ever told you how good you are in here? <laughs> you sound amazing. That's compared to how many people drove over Memorial Day weekend, and it's twice as much. So about 30% of uh, people reported that they drove uh, or traveled over the Memorial Day weekend, 60% of Americans. And of those 60%, 88% say they're planning to drive 
yeah. to their de- uh, destination. It feels a lot safer. You're you're in charge of your own vehicle, and you don't have to worry about sharing, you know, anything in the car. It's kind of like your safe space. So I, I could totally see people being cool with. Driving. Yeah, but if you travel someplace, you you got to do something when you get there, right? No, not necessarily. I mean, what's open? Uh, you know, like if somebody dep- wanted to do Carlsbad, it caverns, depends let's on the say. state because there's a lot of like national parks. My still open. yeah, my best friend lives in Denver, and so she was telling me when she out there, their bars are open, everything's open. It just closes at eleven, and but it's because people All the better. They're Get they're social. Yeah, they're social distancing. Everybody wears masks. They tell you when you walk in, like, hey, you have to have your mask on. If you stand up without a mask on, you immediately will be kicked out. But even she said, like, walking down the street, people have their masks on. She's like, it, it feels actually pretty safe. And their numbers are very low because of it. But even if you were to go somewhere, they have what are called um, COVID testing notification. So you can put down your name and your email or telephone number. And if someone was positive that was there at the same time you were, they'll call you and let you know. That's how they track you. Well, I mean, I'd be down if True Brewery were tra- tracking her. It's a great metal brewery. Uh, so I've got I've got word that uh, Great Nostradamus is here. He's oh. coming down the hallway oh. right now. So let me do a quick introduction. Uh, he is here to amaze us, to astound us once again with his truly eerie powers of precognition. He is able to divine that which is unseen to the rest of us. And to prove his powers once again, I, I want you to join me in welcoming the all-knowing, the all-seeing, the wise and mystic sage who has traveled from afar to be with us today, the great Nostra Dumbass. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, yes. Nostra. Everybody. Oh. Good morning, Nostra Dumbass. Good morning, Buzz. Good morning, Dolisa and Good morning. Brandon. And, oh, there is uh, Joanna. Hello, oh, Joanna Barbacola. Yes, it is. I did great, Nostra Dumbass. Thank you so much for the invitation today. Thanks for making it in, Nostra. It's been a while. Hopefully, you've been pleasure. able to stay safe through COVID-19. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Very good. Very good. Well, I do have four envelopes here for you. I know you're not going to forget how to do that, but do you have any words of wisdom, mysteries of the cosmos? It's been a while. You got something to to snazz it up here a little bit for yeah, us? Yeah, words of wisdom okay. today. I don't know if you have seen uh, the iPhone 12, which is supposed to... Which is supposed to be coming out. It has four cameras. Four. Oh, my yes. oh. goodness. I guess Apple is doing the thing that Razors did. Just add another blade. Just yeah. add another. <laughs> add just another camera. Soon the whole back of the phone is going to be nothing but lenses. <laughs> Do you know that if Apple manufactured clothing, they'd probably have all the belt loops on their jeans a different size. Mm-hmm. So you would have to buy a special Apple belt. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. All right, Mr. Dumbass, here we go. I have four envelopes here that were hermetically sealed inside of a mayonnaise jar that have been sitting in a room for actually for about three months now because we've been waiting for oh, you. Oh. So they've Good. been prepared. They've been Good. prepped. Here you go. Here's envelope number one. Envelope number one. I have not seen the contents. I will predict the contents of envelope number one and answer the question of envelope number one. People are always talking behind your back. People People are always talking behind your back. Yes, people are always talking behind your back. (laughs) 
What is the worst part of being an Uber driver? <laughs> yeah. Well, that and the low pay, yeah. the lack yeah. of health benefits, the risk of getting COVID-19. You and have to pay for your own up. gas. People throwing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chargebacks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dr. Dumbass. Here is envelope number two. Envelope number two. Thank you, Brandon. Number two. Envelope number two. Bullets are fired when they kill somebody. Bullets, bullets are, are fired, fired when, when they, they kill, kill somebody. somebody. Yes, bullets are fired when they kill somebody. What's the difference between a bullet and a cop? Um. Oh. Envelope number three, Mr. Dumbass. Oh, oh. I... So touchy today. <laughs> Envelope number three. A father figure. A, a father, father figure. figure. Yes, very good. A father figure. What is a fancy way to say dad bod? <laughs> I don't have a dead nice. body. I have a father figure. There you go. I like it. No dumbass. Here we go. Here's envelope number four. Right. May your traffic app always take the route TextDot is working on that day. Oh. Envelope number four. Please, please allow me to concentrate. Okay. Just a moment longer. Envelope number four. Aha. Not having sex and backsplash in a porta potty. Oh. Not, not, not having, having sex and, and a backsplash in a porta potty. That's right. Oh. Not, not having Ugh. sex and backsplash Ugh. in a porta potty. Okay. Name two things that can give a guy blue balls. No. Oh. Oh. oh, no. John, uh, oh, I can tell you are perplexed. Uh-huh, I got the they not put, having uh, sex part. They put like a blue... It's the blue liquid mm-hmm. that kind of... Oh. the portable <laughs> Very, very there blue. You don't want to get backsplashed or you're... That's funny. Very good. Yeah, thank you. Goodbye to everybody. Goodbye to everybody. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. You ready uh, for three random facts? All right, I've got them for you. All right, I always uh, try and uh, find some background on this, find make sure the sources are good so that everything I'm bringing you is actual and factual. And random fact number one today. Most people misuse the word podium. Mm-hmm. Podium means a raised platform on the ground. The thing you stand behind and put your papers on is called the lectern. Oh, yeah. what? So, like at a school assembly, okay. you you walk up and you stand on the podium. Uh, but then if, you if rest your papers that's on the lectern. That's on the, the lectern. lectern. Wow, <gasps> I learned something. Yeah. Make sure to correct people too when they say that. Yeah, mm-hmm. like improperly. And, and when they go, please step up to the podium, and then you get to the microphone. This is actually a lectern. Thank I you. I am stepping on. But the wanted to let you know. When you explain it to them, make sure you say actually. Actually, this is yeah. a lectern. Thank you. Like Oscar from The Office. <laughs> well, actually, random fact number two. 
President Grover Cleveland's first name is Stephen. Grover was his middle name, and he started going by it when he was a kid. There's a podcast that just started. I think it's called Totally Presidential or something like that. And one of the episodes is on Grover Cleveland. That dude was a creep. Oh. Tell me uh, what it was about Grover Cleveland. So did he marry like a much younger woman or oh, something? It, it was his best, his dead best friend's daughter. <laughs> yeah, but in old, but what, hold, now, in well, old timey times, maybe that was like the honorable thing to do. Well, he was my best friend. No, I no, owe it, it to was him to not. Marry his daughter. No, because I guess most of the people anticipated that he was going to marry the widow. Because as oh. he was hanging around the family, people were assuming he was going to marry the widow, but he was grooming the daughter oh. to marry her. Uh. But before all of that, he had knocked up this this chick. I, I believe he actually had raped her. Oh, gosh. Um, and then when she got pregnant, he stole the baby, gave it away, and basically drew her, like, drug her name through the mud. To make himself look good. What a skeezy God, dude. what a... I'm telling you, go go listen to that podcast. So we've it's had skeezy presidents for a long time now. Well, that's that's the hearing. thing is that everybody's like, oh, Trump's the worst president ever. It's like, well, no, no, no. go back and look at some of these guys, man. Like, you might yeah. not like Trump, but to put him up on that, you know... That would actually be a really good thing if we could, like... Podium lecture. <laughs> to put him up on that lecture. I was trying to think of how I wanted to phrase that. Well, it's kind of like the opposite of a pedestal. pedestal. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, that, yeah, I mean, we've had we've had terrible presidents. Uh, yeah, we should make a list one day, like States. the top five worst presidents. We should right. do a Mount Rushmore of, of presidents. the worst presidents. <laughs> yeah, and we have to find a way to not let Buzz put Trump on there. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm yeah. telling you, Grover that Cleveland, one rule. Man. Oh, no, you can't put Trump. No, on no, 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 no. Trump no. would be on the Mount Rushmore of worst. That's the thing. Buzz yeah. can yeah. Buzz can argue that, but we have to prove on, that otherwise. he there's. Yeah. yeah, we have to prove otherwise. Well, oh, I mean, Trump. The games begin. I like that better. Trump didn't own slaves, but that's only because you couldn't by the time he was born. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. Mm, that's see. not a valid point to make. Okay, so Brandon's taking Grover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this piece of work. Gonna... Joanna, we need to look this yeah. up. Well, this listen, Trump sucks, but George W. Bush is an actual war criminal, so I'd put, I'd put George <laughs> W. Bush on there. Um, all right, random fact number three. Cassius Clay never legally changed his name to Muhammad Ali. Not legally. Mainly because in the 1960s, you didn't need to. The Social Security Administration didn't require a legal change to switch your information on your social identity, uh, social security card. So Cassius Clay just kind of started going by Muhammad Ali, and that's what they put uh, on his social on his social security card. But as far as ever legally changing it, he was born Cassius Clay, and it turns out that he died Cassius Clay. Yeah. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Let's go over and uh, pay a visit to our website, buzzadamshow.com, and kind of highlight some of the stuff you could read about. Our website is updated multiple times uh, per day. Uh, Joanna? What's up? TikTok video? Still into TikTok? Yeah. What do you do if they, uh, they ban TikTok? Well, Move over Instagram to has that Reels thing, so the same thing as TikTok. All right. Your article says TikTok video 
it's a TikTok video about dress codes in different Texas cities. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where do they have a dress code? Because I drive, I've driven all over Texas, and it doesn't look like anybody's <laughs> following a dress code. Well, it's not like kind. a dress code. It's, it's not like a the, uniform. But if the Texas cities had a dress code, and this guy from the comments, oh, he's he saying nails like, it. this is what the dress code would be. Uh, yeah. All so right. he does El Paso. He also does um, Abilene. What is he? Do you recall what he says the dress code in Abilene is? I cannot what, remember. Do you recall what he says the dress code in? He, he doesn't say it. He dresses up, so you'd have to watch the video to see oh. what he's wearing. All right. Well, if you want to see that, you can Let go over. Let me to, know if he nailed Abilene. Go over to BuzzAdamShow dot com. The uh, Texas jackpot in the lotto is. The highest it's been in a decade. Brandon's telling us about that. Yeah, buddy. What's it up to? It is up to almost $37 million. That's the highest it's been since uh, it was at $97 million back in 2010. So what would you do with that much money? And, of course, I did the math a little bit. Oh, you're going to get like half of that, right? You'll get like 20 mil. If you take the take cash. and stuff up, out. And, yeah, but if you take the cash up front, there's a, I mean... Effectively, it's a penalty. Kind of, yeah. But, I mean, still, that's a big chunk of change for buying a lottery ticket, man. I'm going to go, I got to go buy one today. Yeah. I put up uh, the the appearance that Chadwick Boseman did on Saturday Night Live. Hilarious. When he played. Hilarious. When he played Black Panther on Black Jeopardy. Uh, I'm not not ashamed to say, I've said it before, I'll say it again, Kenan Thompson is the most criminally underrated Uh cast member in the history of Saturday Night Live. It's amazing. All that. <laughs> all I that never, for I, life. I never even saw all oh, that. Pierre Escargo. Oh, you were telling me on that kid's show he did a French character? Yeah, Pierre Escargo. Yeah, because he used to do a French. He was the, the, the first French uh, Apollo comedian. Like, Night at the, Night at the Apollo comedian. I forget what the character's name was, but it sounds like it was... Kind of like a spin um, on the one you're describing. It depends. I don't know. Zoom Lords! Will you uh, pod me up real quick, Brandon? Brandon, not the same. But He's <laughs> usually in a bathtub with a rubber ducky. Mm. <laughs> We're hearing him now. Yeah, no kidding. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Who used this tissue? It's amazing. All right, here's the. I'm going to give out the phone number. If you uh, would like to share here, this is the time to do it. Give us a call, 844-305. 6210. That's 844 305 6210. And uh, cars.com says 60% of Americans are traveling for the Labor Day weekend. And people were sharing on TikTok, back to TikTok again, <laughs> their gas station order. You know, the random snacks that you buy when you're on a road trip. If See, if I'm not on a road trip, I never just go in and it's like, oh, I'm going to get me some chips at, yeah, at a convenience store. It's you got to be on a road trip for that. Okay. So here are what uh, some people are sharing uh, their gas station orders on TikTok. One person says Sprite, Chester's Flamin' Hot Fries, and a crispy, crunchy Reese's bar. Somebody else says Dr. Pepper, Lay's Salt and Vinegar Chips, Sour Patch Kids, and Takis. Somebody's loving the salt on that one, man. I know. God, this seems like it could really like raise your blood pressure in a course of an afternoon. 
Would any of you guys uh, get the ball rolling? Share what you get when you're on a road trip. I at- think I've landed on something pretty consistent because the wife and I, we take trips to Austin every couple of months. And we always stop in Fort Stockton at that Loves in Fort Stockton. And some things always mix it up. I usually get some sort of pepperoni slash jerky. Jerky's expensive, isn't it? It is. But since Bucky's has come into my life, mm-hmm. I don't buy it there anymore. I wait till I'm in Austin and make my trip to Bucky's. So I've held back on that. But normally we'll get food because by the time we hit there it's almost lunchtime or it's before lunch or at least we're hungry for lunch what do you get like do they have a dq or a subway in there there's a carl's jr there but when we normally just get the the gas station hot dogs um so you rock a couple of those see that's a controversial choice right there Ah, see those are those gas station hot dogs i love them those are good you guys burgers Mm, i love uh, yeah really i'm I'm a fan of gas station food like hardcore (laughs) it's weird but I've been a fan since I was little. I remember when I was little, I hated breakfast, and I wouldn't eat breakfast foods. But I was always down for like an AM PM cheeseburger or hot dog. In a the part morning. of every road trip for me is to hit the first Alsup's that I come by. If if you don't, if, if you're listed somewhere else in Texas, and you don't know. We don't have Alsup's uh, mm-hmm. in El Paso, so I'll I'll get Alsup's. I get the world famous beef and bean burrito. Maybe a couple of them, but if it's uh, if I'm going for a snack, it's usually Dr Pepper, Gardettos. You know what Gardettos are? Yeah. Oh yeah, Chex Mix, right? Kind of. Yeah, except Gardettos. I mean. Yeah. And what else will I get? Sometimes like a crunch, <laughs> like a crunch like bar. A, oh, oh, I think you said something crunchy. No, no, like, like a, a crunch like bar chips or something. Oh, okay. See, for me, for the sweet tooth. The one thing I always get now are hazelnut M and M's. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Oh, hazelnut. Oh, it's basically what color is that package? They have a different kind of nut in it's, them. No, it's like well, you know, hazelnut. It's it's like, that's what makes Nutella. Yeah. So it's basically an M M&M and M with a little thing of Nutella in the middle. What color is that bag? Because you know, every bag is different I, colors. I it's either blue or purple. Wait, is hazelnut? It might be purple because I think blue is the crunch one. Yeah, I think you're right. Is I there shouldn't a... know this much about M&M bag colors. <laughs> is there a nut called it's the blue. hazelnut? Yeah, it's also called a filbert. Yeah, so like the the yellow ones are the peanut ones. The brown bag is the regular M&M bag. The crunch M&M. Oh, I wonder what. Oh, there's a peanut butter one, too. They've got pretzel as well. And by the way, somebody tried to correct me that the Loves is in Van Horn, not Fort Stockton. No, it's in Fort Stockton. I'm there every two months. Yeah, I was just there. It might might also be in Van Horn. There's probably one in Van Horn as well, but the Loves that I'm talking about is in Fort Stockton. Oh, see, yeah. Crunch is green and peanut butter M&Ms are orange. See, Lisa, you got any uh, road trip gas station food? You know, I am one of those people that I just try to get there as soon as possible. So I don't really stop too much at gas stations. If I do, it's just for gas and that's it. Lisa's the one that throws a catheter in and just powers through. Yeah, diaper. Just like let it roll. Yeah. Like that jilted astronaut lady. Uh, Yeah, that's me. (laughs) Do you know how many times I keep telling Joanna, like, Joanna, depends. We need to invest in them here at work. She keeps checking her phone. Yeah. like, we're making good time, folks. Yeah. No, I usually buy like, I'll buy like a gallon of water or something beforehand. So I have that in the car. And then... um, I'm not really, yeah, just regular, pure water. Good. Nothing in it. Just pure from the source. <laughs> here are a couple, here are a couple more, but if anybody wants to share 
your gas station order on a road trip, give us a call, 844-305-6210. All right, somebody says, Diet Coke, Bugles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Bugles, where they been? And Peach Rings. Bugles oh, are the ones man, that... Man, that's you, actually pretty solid. What peach is a peach ring? Peach rings are little gummy, gummy rings oh. that are, taste like peach. Oh, you may so have good. seen the marijuana version of them before. <laughs> marijuana. They have a marijuana version Yes, of I think they're rings. they're marketed under the brand name Wanas. So. Oh, okay. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. There were a lot of responses on our Facebook chat about your gas station order when doing a uh, doing a road trip so Brandon did you uh, get some of those that you want to run by us I got a few here Jesse says that uh, anytime they're on a road trip they go to stripes and get uh, chimichanga funyuns and a drink and a candy bar and it doesn't matter they could have just eaten they're still gonna get that stuff anyway yeah. So are they saying chimichanga, comma, Funyuns, or is there like a chimichanga-flavored Funyuns? I'm guessing... That I'm unaware of. I guess it is two separate things, to chimichanga and Funyuns. All right. Um, Ian says, two freshly made burritos from the Chevron station off of I-10 in Van Horn. All right. Uh, pretty consistent here throughout the Facebook chat. Anthony saying beef jerky. With a Mexican Coke. With a Mexican Coke, absolutely. Now, I know when you hear the words Mexican Coke, you may be thinking of one thing, but it's that Coke that's made with actual cane sugar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't find them everywhere. Back when I was able to actually drink Coca-Cola, man, good, delicious. Uh, Chancy says, don't do it, Buzz. Those burritos are belly bombs. Uh, we yeah, to take that your, risk. They are, but... How long do you think you've been rocking the All Subs burritos? I mean, you've been... 20 years. Like I say, you've been making that trip (laughs) from El Paso to Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chancey also says, uh, uh, Chico stick and a Coke. A what? A Chico stick. I don't know what that is. I don't know what a Chico stick is. I've seen it before. There's chocolate involved, I believe, in some way. If you've ever seen the Conan shows with Kevin Hart and... Chico stick. With Kevin Hart and Ice Cube, they stop off at a gas station, and Conan's taking their order, and Kevin Hart goes, and get me a Chico stick. He has it spelled Chico. That's how it's spelled, but Kevin Hart calls it a Chico stick. Okay. And Conan doesn't know what it was, so they, of course, laugh at him for that. (laughs) Um, Erica says that why is nobody mentioning Santa Fe burritos? Oh, yeah. Those are good. What what do you mean? Like burritos from the city of Santa Fe? No. So in um, Las Cruces, they have these gas stations, Pickwick. And inside of the Pickwicks, they have the Santa Fe burrito stands. When I was going to college, that was like the spot after the bars. Everyone went there because they make the burritos right there. And you can pick all the stuff you want to put in it. And I remember because my brother was flying through town. And when his plane, um, it was getting worked on, uh, the next morning they were leaving. So him and his uh, pilot friend that they were going back to the plane, I was like, hey, let's stop and get you guys some burritos. They're like, all right. And I pull into the gas station. My brother's like, a gas station burrito? Like, look, just. Listen, fam, let's go try it. So I had him go inside, and now, last time my brother was in town, he texted me, hey, where was that burrito place you took me to again? Where was the gas station at? I'm like, there's one on every corner. You can find it. You They're know delicious. The, they are so delicious. You know that traditionally gas station food has a bad rep. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, except okay. for to the geniuses who actually give it a chance. 
then it's delicious. I'm a big fan of when I get the hot dogs, you just smother it in that nacho cheese that they have. And the last trip that we made, we were coming back. And I knew this was going to be an issue because when we drove out, we stopped at that same Love's in Fort Stockton every single time. And I loaded up my, my hot dog, or at least I tried to, with nacho cheese. And it was starting to sputter a little bit. So, Oh. And I'm like, oh, no, are they just out of cheese? What's going on here? And oh, on I thought you back, were saying your butt was starting to sputter. After. Well, okay, gross. <laughs> so then on the way back, the machine was gone. Apparently, <gasps> it had broke. And no. so I got the hot dog, and I was stuck with just you know mustard. So Here's what Mary Lou writes uh, about her, her gas station uh, snack list. Monster Zero Sugar. Oh, those are delicious, though. I, I think it's, I, think right that's, now. I think that's Monster Zero Sugar, not Monster Zero. Sugar. Monster Zero Sugar. There you go. Depends on where you pause on that, because it's going to sound like it's called Monster Zero with extra sugar. I mean, I try both. A lot of people have said sunflower seeds on sunflower here. seeds, chili lime. That's a tough one. I was going to say because don't you need something to put it in? Yeah, and you need to have some sort of a bottle or something yeah. or a bag uh-huh. you can, you know, out the window. That's like too much work. It's all natural, though. I mean, I don't consider it littering to spit sunflower seeds. It's too much work. And uh, coffee at some point. So I could tell Mary Lou has trouble staying awake. See, I don't want to be too awake if I'm on a long road trip. I don't want to doze off and cross the line, but I don't want to be fully getting all jittery. Well, I just want to the shakes again. I get this like this road hypnosis going on. And when I travel, I travel like like 12 hours, 14 hours Mm -hmm. in a row. And I just kind of get in this zone where, I, I don't know, it's like being hypnotized a little bit. And by, by the time you're there, it doesn't seem as long. You know what I mean? So I don't yeah. want to be as, I don't want to be completely awake. I mean, I want to be awake. Uh, Rosales says, my wife, my wife's are Cool Ranch Doritos and Bean Dip every road trip. Got to vote here for Chimichangas from Love's. Okay. Dr. Pepper with peanuts in it. That's Hell yeah. That's like an old <laughs> it brings back some memories. Putting peanuts in Dr. Pepper or Coke. Uh, Mountain this is Orlando. Mountain Dew Code Red. Spitz sunflower seeds and mixed nuts. I don't know if Spitz is a brand. It is. <laughs> but they have some great flavor. They have cracked black pepper, dill. They got some good flavors, man. Here's one. Beef jerky, pistachios, slushy, and listening to scary stories. Oh, that's kind of our go-to now. We have certain podcasts and things that we listen to, and we like to listen to... Is there a scary story? Date. I mean, I'm sure there are Well, no, if it's right? necessarily scary stories, but like Dateline and stuff like that. And <laughs> some, You know, all of a sudden, 45, 50 minutes into the episode, that's that guy! Like, we talk about it. It's a great way to kill time on a road trip. Somebody is slandering all subs in the chat. There's a lot of people slandering all subs. Tim says, dang, Buzz, I can't can't believe you actually go to all subs to buy a a caca rocket. Oh, my God. Okay, so a lot of feedback on the chat about your gas station fill-up as far as snacks goes. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. So taking a look at the month of September, what do we have to look forward to? Well, fall is going to be here, and September 22nd is the first day of fall. It is a huge month 
for sports fans. Kentucky Derby is this Saturday. The uh, Tennis U.S. Open of Tennis goes on for the next two weeks. The French Open is also in September later this month. The U.S. Open of Golf starts September 14th. That's normally earlier in the year, but it was moved back because of coronavirus. NBA playoffs continue, and the NFL gets underway. First game is going to be a week from Thursday. Chiefs hosting the Texans on NBC, so... Yeah, I'm trying to throw out something that is going to... Something for everybody for the month of September. There's some movies coming out, and that includes to theaters. So if you are willing to brave the theaters, Christopher Nolan's new movie, Tenet, comes out this Thursday. Tom Cruise seemed to really enjoy it in that uh, video that he live-tweeted. Also, the live-action Mulan... Nice. Is going to be in some theaters on Friday. It's also uh, also going to be on Disney Plus coming up on Friday. September is going to see the return of a lot of shows. Dancing with the Stars returns on the 14th. We still don't know who the stars or pseudo stars are going to be this season. The Masked Singer is uh, coming back on the 23rd. And The Simpsons, Family Guy, and Bob's Burgers, you know, Sunday Night Animation Domination all return on the 27th of this month. Also this year, the Emmys are going to be September 20th on ABC. And we got a three-day weekend. Well, hopefully you do. Not everybody can have a three-day weekend, but Labor Day is on Monday. Let's take a look at our Mosho uh, calendar and other Daily Almanac uh, of events. Uh, today is American Chess Day. It's also Tofu Day. So you're t- saying tofu is are the little cubes if you get a miso soup as mm-hmm. an appetizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's soy. Okay. Soy curd, I believe. Today is Random Acts of Kindness Day. Also, Save Japan's Dolphins Day is today. Birthdays include former Disney star Zendaya, who is 24. Top Chef host Padma Lakshmi is 50 today. Dr. Phil's having a birthday, and he's 70. Did anybody look up and find out what he's a doctor of? Psychology. He's got, he's got a doctorate he's got in psychology. That's, that's what I was able to find, yeah. All right. The uh, last remaining BG, Barry Gibb of the BGs is 74, and comedian, comedian legend Lily Tomlin is 81 today. Go back to tofu here uh, for a second. Where, like, what part of the store would they even <laughs> sell tofu in? Honestly, is it a vegetable? Is it a? It's a meat substitute. Yeah. So, like, where in they the tof- in the grocery store tof- would tofu be? I don't know. I've heard of tofurkey before. I've I've certainly never had it. I, my only don't experience with disgust- like I've had vegan friends like, oh, it tastes just like turkey. I'm like, first of all, how do you know that? Second of all, <laughs> it does. No, it does not. Yeah. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. I don't need, know if you heard about either one of these things, but there are a couple of uh, Republicans. One of them works in the White House, the other one's a uh, senator or a congressman who had uh, to admit that they altered interviews with Joe Biden. So the first one is uh, Dan Scavino. Dan Scavino worked on one of Trump's properties, like at one of his golf courses when he was like a 
like a teenager. He's like a Mater D. No, I think I think he might have worked so on the, the golf side of the things. Ball but, boy. Excuse me, sir. Wash your ball for you. That'd pretty much be the job of the caddy, but maybe he was a caddy. I don't know. But Dan Scavino, people say that like a lot of the most controversial Trump tweets, he gets he gets kind of like uh, convinced to post it by Dan Scavino. Uh, so he posted an interview from a few years back when one of the one of the morning shows was interviewing uh, Harry Belafonte, you know, who's like ninety something, and he was falling asleep. So he he posted this video, and it, it makes it look like it's. I think he deep faked Joe Biden's face onto Harry Belafonte. So uh, the people who one of the people who uh, was a co-anchor when that happened said. Hey, I was there. I know that this is an uh, an altered tape. Also, Harry Belafonte is still alive. And so he called out to say, you know, I think it's disgusting that you would use a video about me to spread lies about somebody else. So uh, the uh, the video has been taken down, but I don't think Scavino's apologized. The other one is uh, Steve Scalise, congressman from... Louisiana, and he took uh, an interview that Joe Joe Biden had done with this uh, activist who is paralyzed. I think he has ALS, and he he has uh, one of those Stephen Hawking computer voices. So it was real easy for them to manipulate and change the question to make it look like Joe Biden was saying that he wanted to abolish the police when when that wasn't really what he was saying. So. Uh, Scalise got called out on that and said, well, yeah, we, we altered to make it more clear what Joe Biden actually meant. So there, there are a couple of cases here. Folks, uh, no matter what your political stripe is, you need to be on the lookout for uh, manipulated things, for fake news. And uh, this was one of them, but it was it was especially slimy because this guy cannot speak with his own voice. Like, he has to use a computer voice, so that made it really, really easy to edit it to make it sound like he phrased the question in, in, in a different way. Uh, so when Joe Biden's, uh, and I think he made it really clear, he spoke yesterday in Pennsylvania, said, I'm not for riots, looting is wrong, rioting is not protesting, and, and I'm against all that. But also in in the interview, I mean, he talks about setting aside some of the money for, you know, social workers and different people to deal with some of the stuff, which is which is part. But he's never said he's for flat out defunding uh, the police, although uh, this Republican from Louisiana, Steve Scalise, uh, edited a video to make it look like that. I don't know. Those ads I see on YouTube all the time. Which ones are those? The ones that said, this is what Joe Biden wants America to look like. (laughs) Yeah, and those images on those, where do they come from? From Trump's America. that's what I thought. (laughs) (laughs) All right, time for entertainment news. Here's Joanna Barba with our entertainment news for today. What's happening? Joanna. For the first time since the show began, there will be no new season of American Horror Story this year as filming wasn't able to take place due to the pandemic. The good news, creator Ryan Murphy announced on Instagram over the weekend that the 10th season of the FX series will finally begin filming, quite fittingly, in October. The image of pointy, monstrous teeth was captioned, 
And yes, this is a clue, thanks to everyone who is working hard to assure a safe start to the cast and crew. Murphy has recently been teasing a beach theme for the new season, suggesting mm-hmm. that aquatic horrors may be on the way. American uh, Horror Story will return in 2021. In what, addition, did it have teeth? Like a it had creature like, from the Black Lagoon or something? It had like pointy teeth. Like a shark? Ooh. No, like a human teeth. <clears throat> okay, like it. Yes. Okay. In addition to Sarah Paulson, who recently confirmed she'll be returning for season 10, the cast will also include fellow AHS regulars Evan Peters, Kathy Bates, Billy Lord, Lily Rabe, Leslie Grossman, Adina Porter, and Angelica Ross. The most surprising addition to the cast this coming season, Macaulay Culkin. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Mariah. I think they should do Home Alone, but as a horror movie. Like a horror movie? Like Saw. Yeah. And Kevin McAllister's Jigsaw. (laughs) <laughs> I think that's a fan theory that Kevin McAllister grew up he to grew be up Jigsaw. To be Jigsaw. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so he went from uh, like red hot door handles to bear tra- traps on your face. Why the hell are you dressed like a chicken? Somebody would have to be dressed like a chicken. It'd be great. Mariah Carey has a lot to look forward to with the release of her new memoir, The Meaning of Mariah Carey. But part of that also entails taking a look back at her past, like her extremely uncomfortable 2008 appearance on Ellen. In a recent interview with Vulture, the 50-year-old icon reflected on the moment that her pregnancy was prematurely revealed on the daytime talk show. She said she was extremely uncomfortable when DeGeneres pressured her into revealing her pregnancy by offering her a glass of champagne. All right, here's some audio. I guess this doesn't help Ellen DeGeneres with everything else that's going on uh, with people saying that she's not so nice. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Why why is it such a big secret when when somebody's pregnant? So that pregnancy ended in a miscarriage. Yeah, I was going to say. like Probably because of the champagne. Good job, Ellen. Carrie did go on to have twins with Nick Cannon in 2011. Yeah, I mean, one, you shouldn't be forced, if this is your family and it's your business, you shouldn't be forced no. to tell people if you're expecting. I'm down with that. And two, yeah. Yeah, what if there's a, you know, what if there's a miscarriage? Then <laughs> yeah, that's usually in the first trimester, so a lot of uh, couples won't announce oh my the pregnancy. God. And the fact that she says in the clip, for we don't know what our futures hold. Yeah. Me- meaning? Well, she that, that pregnancy ended in a miscarriage. Oh. Yeah. And Ellen ended up and being... vilified as a mean person yeah however since announcing his bid for u.s president in the 2020 election people have been questioning kanye west's intentions and whether or not he is being fueled by ulterior motives the rapper insists his campaign isn't just a scheme to help president trump secure a re-election in a new interview with nick cannon for his podcast cannon's class kanye insists his only goal is to be the candidate america votes into the white house on november 3rd <laughs> can nobody pay me i don't think they're paying him i think they're like appealing to his ego i think he's being think manipulated they're like, they're like fanning the flame like, I heard, yeah, totally do it i heard a podcast and somebody uh who, who was claiming to have an inside track said that kanye is getting called like Kanye brags to his friends about how many times uh, uh, Jared Kushner calls him, you know, the president's oh, uh, son-in-law, mm-hmm. and that Kushner is telling him, "Oh no, we're we're really w- worried you could win." Like the, the way they were oh saying it was God. like like Jared Kushner is calling and pretending to be scared uh-huh. that Kanye is actually going to win the election. There, there's no way he's not on enough ballots to win the election, and right. also it ought to tell you something that. A lot of the the gra- so-called grassroots activists that are 
getting him on the ballots and helping him go through the legal process mm-hmm. are Republican operatives. They're, they're people uh, affiliated with the Republican Party in their various states. So, yeah, I think Kanye is naive enough to think that he's not being manipulated, mm-hmm. even if he is. To honor the show's 30th anniversary, the cast of The Fresh Prince Bel-Air will reunite for an unscripted reunion special airing on HBO Max. The Banks family, that includes Will Smith, Tatiana Ali, who played Ashley Banks, Karen Parsons, who played Hillary Banks, Joseph Marcel, who played Jeffrey, Daphne Maxwell Reed, that's at Viv number two, Alfonso <laughs> Viv number, And Viv number one is probably not welcome because she says really <laughs> yeah. mean things about Will Smith. Alfonso Ribeiro, who was Carlton, as well as DJ Jazzy Jeff, they're all getting back together again to look back on the show's cultural impact. The sitcom ran on NBC for six seasons from 1990 to 1996, stopping just short of reaching 150 episodes. The family previously reunited in April on Will's Snapchat series, Will From Home, where the cast paid tribute to James Avery, who played Uncle Phil and passed away in 2014. Earlier this month, it was announced that Will is developing a Fresh Prince reboot based on Morgan Cooper's viral video, Bel Air. It'll reimagine the show as a gritty drama. The 30th anniversary reunion is set to tape on September 10th and will debut exclusively on HBO Max around Thanksgiving. And finally, Netflix just opened up some of its content for free for non-subscribers, including movies like Bird Box and Murder Mystery, and TV shows like Stranger Things, Grace and Frankie, and The Two Popes. But don't get worked up about it. It's just a promotion to get people to sign up. Non-subscribers won't be able to binge a full season of those shows, just a few episodes, but they will get to binge the entire movie. See, this is, when I was a kid, this is what we told drug dealers would do. They would (laughs) give you some of their product for free. Just uh-huh. to just to wet your beak and get you hooked. <laughs> and then yeah. they'd start charging you. Mm-hmm. But it turns out just a taste. It turns out I found out late much later that drug dealers do not give you free drugs. That is <laughs> that is not a thing that actually all happens. These free drugs they were saying we right, were gonna but, get. <laughs> but Netflix is being this fictional nineteen eighties drug dealer. They're they're trying to because they won't give you an entire season of uh Stranger Things. They're like going to give you a couple episodes. Be like, Holy crap! Yeah. Now I got to figure out what happened. Exactly. Now, for something like Bird Box, you could watch that uh, because it's just a standalone. Yeah. Or maybe they maybe they shut off the last thirty minutes. You don't get to <laughs> the see movie where cuts yeah. Off. yeah, the movie cuts off when yeah. she gets to the boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when they get the boat. Well, the free titles are only available through PC web browsers and Android devices. People who use TV apps and Apple iOS browsers are out of luck. Netflix has regularly offered a 30-day free trial as well everywhere. That that is available everywhere. So this promo is targeting people who aren't even willing to enter their payment information to sign up for that. With Entertainment News, I'm Joanna Barba. Also, there are some Disney Plus uh, people who are calling foul. They're saying, hey, I I pay for Disney Plus, Mm -hmm. and you've got a Disney movie, Mulan, that's Mm -hmm. coming out, and you want me to pay $30 on top of what I already paid (laughs) in order to see this? In the meantime, I, I just want to be able to watch something on Disney Plus that doesn't buffer every four. <laughs> oh, that's still, still going that on. Problem. Yeah, it's terrible. It's still going on. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. If you are uh, listening in El Paso or if you could be passing through El Paso, today is the day that the site and release uh, policy is supposed to go into effect. It is still a crime 
to possess marijuana in Texas. Make I don't want anybody to get a false sense of what's going on. I mean, it's still illegal uh, to have marijuana, but El Paso's po- new policy is going to be uh, aimed to reduce, you know, poli- the time police spend messing around with really low-level marijuana possession. So they're going to write a ticket. Uh, they're probably going to take your weed, I guess. And it's going to be uh, class uh, B or class A misdemeanor, depending on how much you got. Under two ounces is class B misdemeanor. Two to four ounces is a class A misdemeanor. And it's kind of like a, a comparable to a speeding ticket. You know, you don't want to get a speeding ticket. It, it costs money to pay the citation. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, if you just immediately pay the citation like you do. Yeah, of course I pay the citation. That's just the cost of speeding. Okay. I'm not talking about the marijuana thing, but... Some people were making some interesting points yesterday, though. They're like, if you get too many speeding tickets, you can get your license revoked. So you should try to do whatever you can to get... Well, I don't get... I get like a, I get a speeding ticket once a decade. You know, that doesn't seem like it's... Too, it doesn't even really affect my insurance. It's not like I'm speeding... At breakneck speeds everywhere I go. It's just, you know, eventually nobody drives the speed limit and eventually you're going to get popped. I, I think of it as like a reverse negative lottery. <laughs> Some, you're doing something everybody Instead does. Of okay, you getting paid, you, you got to pay somebody. Yeah, you don't want to win. You don't want to win this lottery. You got pulled over. Who knows? Maybe they had a quota they had to meet and they're pulling over a lot. And don't tell me quotas don't exist. I, you know, when I drove back uh, from Oklahoma, I went through New Mexico. I saw like 20 uh, New Mexico State Troopers, and every one of them I saw had somebody pulled over on the side of the road. I mean, there was something going on. I didn't see a, I didn't see a uh, New Mexico State Trooper car a week, uh, what was it, a week ago Sunday, that didn't have somebody pulled over. So there, there was some kind. And then this weekend, don't forget, you know, they really doubled down uh, across the country on, on speeding. And unsafe driving, DUI, that sort of stuff. But you could get off with just a citation uh, in El Paso. I, I don't encourage anybody to go out and celebrate by taking just under four grams, <laughs> four ounces of marijuana. It's probably not good that you test this one. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. You're probably going to see a news story about dinosaurs and specifically about uh, a Christian group that's trying to get a dinosaur statue taken down. So (laughs) this is uh, a statue of of a life-size T-Rex outside of McDonald's in Tucson. And as you can see from the picture, like, I guess they they decorate the the T-Rex for different times of the year but this one he's got a like a covid mask on oh that's funny but do, can you see not really but it sounds funny. no i see okay it, it looks like they took a bed sheet yeah oh but, okay but I the, see. you see I how see. big the dinosaur yeah. is <laughs> that's funny so the the reporting says um they're uh let me see if i can find a good uh story. All right, from uh, this one is from uh, Tucson. It says, a Tucson landmark won't be going extinct anytime soon. Attempts to remove a fiberglass dinosaur statue outside of McDonald's 
have been thwarted. A group called Christians Against Dinosaurs <laughs> denounced the T-Rex statue on its Facebook page, called for its followers to put pressure on the McDonald's to remove the dinosaur. Please help. This McDonald's has this dinosaur and refused to remove it. This is Tucson, Arizona. Call the manager and demand the removal of this blasphemy. So uh, it says the, the group is called Christians Against Dinosaurs. You know, I'm pretty skeptical, right? So I had to go to their Facebook page. Well, mm-hmm. it's a private group. Uh, so I tried to join the private group. Did you? Guess what? What? They, they rejected re- it? They really, no, they really give you the, the sixth degree here. Oh, do they ask a bunch of questions? They ask a bunch of questions. If you're an atheist, why do you want to join our Christian group? If you're not an atheist, what is your religion? What'd you put? I... I I, it's a gag. It's obviously a gag. Damn, I think a, the entire group hit is... a whole high-pitched note there. <laughs> um, it says, how old were you when you realized dinosaurs never existed? <laughs> what made you realize that the existence of dinosaurs is a lie made up by Big Paleo? <laughs> so, so right there, it's like, okay, it's a, it's a parody. It's a gag. Well, but, let's hope. That's why it's always worth it to peel back the first layer of a news story. So if you see the Christians Against Dinosaurs uh, story shared, just be aware that it's it's very tongue-in-cheek, apparently. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. So there's a new off-the-menu drink that is going viral uh, that you can get at Starbucks. Uh-huh. But it's not on the menu. So I'll, uh, I'll share that with you because I know how you guys... And by you guys, I mean you millennials. Love your Starbucks. Starbies. Okay, mister. Oh, I liked that pumpkin spice latte I had on Friday. I I forgot that it was a pumpkin spice latte. I thought it was just the thing I regularly get. <laughs> which is, uh, what do I usually get? You guys ought to know it by now. Chai, chai, chai tea soy milk latte. Mm-hmm. Right. So Lisa <laughs> said, here, I'm, I want, I'm going to get you a pumpkin spice so you know what the big deal is about so you're a big old cup of estrogen is what you do so i'm drinking it <laughs> and i had forgotten that it was i it just i mean it doesn't taste that much different from any of the stuff do you do you think the drinks taste all i never i haven't had all the drinks there but i mean oh, yeah, if you put a lot of sugar and whipped spice cream and, and everything stuff, nice. it's it's gonna taste kind of the same i thought it was a uh, it depends. Like for me, like I, I am a big chocolate person. So mocha, like the mocha drinks, oh, I really they're, like. They're more chocolatey. Yeah, so those are going to taste I very their different. T-shirts. Yeah, you know, those are really good too. Uh, but the, and then like the vanilla drinks that they have, like the vanilla bean um, lattes that they have, have just very more of a kind of a simple taste I, to it. I drink that chai tea soy milk latte for like. 10 years before I realized it didn't have any caffeine. <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was from a coffee shop it was going to have caffeine in it unless you asked oh, no. specifically not. One of my favorite drinks at Coffee Bean is the chocolate cream or the vanilla cream. Yeah, then it's it's just it has no no caffeine in it at all. It's like a milkshake with that. Well, there's a new uh, drink that's going viral so I'll uh, I'll share that with you coming up here in just a few minutes. We're doing something for local artists. We want to find an El Paso original. So if you're in a band or if you're a musician, we're looking for your original songs, not cover versions. 
So an original song, and we want you to share that with us through KLAQ.com. Then from everybody who shared, this is a great, listen, wait till we get to the prize. So if you're in a band, you, you may already know how expensive studio time is to get like in a professional studio to record. But we're going to get five finalists. The finalists are going to be selected by our uh, panel of music industry bigwigs. We're going to have judges from the music biz. And out of the five finalists, one is going to win the prize of 24 hours of studio time at Star City Studio. That's the uh, studio where we had the Ice Nine Kills concert. Yes. A few months ago. Do you remember? Mm Mm-hmm. In addition to the 24 hours of studio time at Star City, you also get a music video produced by Access Multimedia. The video production side of it is an estimated $8,500 value. So when you combine that with the uh, 24 hours of studio time, it's going to be broken up into three sessions, so it's three eight-hour sessions. But if you combine it, the the value of this prize is well over $10,000. How can you win? Well, let us see one of your original songs. we got to limit only two songs per entry. And let us uh, take a look at it through klaq.com. Enter your EP original now. You've got through September 14th, so this contest is only lasting a couple of weeks. The judging is going to be based on the quality of the song, originality, memorability of the song. Uh, Limit two entries per artist, but you can get all the details. If you want more details on this and if you have any other questions, I think I covered it pretty well, but you can find out more at klaq.com. And uh, Enter and Be an El Paso Original is brought to you by Oasis Hot Tubs, Star City Studio Access Multimedia, and 95.5 KLAQ. We got another uh, anti-masker gone wild. This is a guy uh, at a Walmart in Alaska, and he's going pretty nuts. I can't I can't play the audio direct from the from the video, but I'll kind of sync him up here. So he's he's upset. Well, not only that they want him to wear a mask, but also it seems like it's a procedural issue. It's like, well, you didn't say, you didn't say the right words to keep me from coming in your store. So, check it out. Here's the latest anti-masker gone wild. Uh, so let me just uh, kind of translate. I don't know if you caught it there, but he was he first of all he told him get out of a godly man's face. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then he started uh, dropping highway to hell and. He was looking for a stairway to heaven. (laughs) Then he starts dropping F-bombs, which you didn't hear in the audio because they had to get edited out. So he's like, get out of a godly man's face. F this. That's not how godly man speaks. Then he says, go get a manager. And they tell him, yeah, we're the the managing team. Uh, He needed a team of managers. Yeah, well, he had it. Okay. Kind of sounds like Gandalf. Like, you shall not, not pass. You shall not stop me. <laughs> yeah, he's facing down against the Balrog. No, I'm sorry. They're just three assistant managers at a Walmart. So people who are on the anti-mask side of things, like really committed anti-maskers, are you embarrassed to be on the same side as as somebody like this? 
I guess I should also point out the guy looks he's like he's standing up for his rights. Yeah, I think they think it's that man is a hero and yeah. should be celebrated. Well, I know that's like our stereotypical fight. Cletus version of anti-maskers, but I got to think there's some anti-maskers. Stereotypes are there for a reason. <laughs> the guy looks like he's in his sixties. I think that that bears mentioning. And he's that's like, right. He's lived a long life. And he's wearing Texas Longhorn gear. He's got a Texas Longhorn hat. Well, he gives a hand signal at the end. I don't think it's the Hook'em Horns, but (laughs) it's more of like a one-horned version of Hook'em Horns (laughs) using a different uh, finger. Good Lord, this has been going on over six months. How do you not know? At this, you know, how do you get up in the morning, go to a Walmart, and not know? I assume hey, they, up, they're probably going to ask me to wear a mask. I'm assuming up in Alaska, it was a six month trek just for him to get to yeah. the Walmart. So he's probably been out of the loop for a he while. He had to mush yeah. his, he had yeah. to mush he his sled know. dogs yeah. all the way That's through. That's a fair point. He didn't want to have to go all the way back to get a mask. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I, I can't. I didn't leave a mask in my moose. You know, okay? even if I was an anti-masker, I thought it's a hoax or whatever. Whatever. The, even if I was that, I I'd be embarrassed to identify because of people like this. I mean, they don't make you look good. Also, uh, social media started blocking the people who were posting that thing. It was like a, a misrepresentation of a of a CDC report that said that only six people who died from six uh, percent of people rather who died from COVID nineteen didn't have. Uh, comorbidity or um, underlying conditions is what they would have called. Not that the information is wrong, but just that it was being presented so completely out of context that Facebook and and some other uh, platforms had to had to block it. You know, I read a, I read a thing a, a few weeks ago on the air. You guys might remember that it said they they looked at people and they found that one of the things that anti-maskers have in common is is lower cognitive scores. And I'm not... Listen, this isn't a cheap shot to say that you're necessarily dumb if you don't believe in wearing a mask, but they found a study that said, yeah, it's you know people who, for whatever reason, have trouble holding more than one thought in their mind at any given time. I thought this was a perfect example of it. So, yeah, they're saying 6% of people had no underlying conditions, but when you're talking... you know. Age is one of the biggest risk categories. The older you are, the the more serious this is going to hit you. By the time you get in your 60s and 70s, and definitely by the time you're in your 80s, you've got those underlying conditions, whatever they are. And there are so many of them that are just so common that it's very rare that you find somebody who didn't have one of these other things. But the way it's being misrepresented by these anti-maskers is that Oh, they didn't actually die of COVID-19. They died of COPD. Or, or they died of diabetes. Obesity. Or, yeah, or obesity. No, they might have had those things, and they, they probably would have gone on living. I mean, I don't know how you, you say something like that to somebody who, whose family member might have been older, might have had uh, type 2 diabetes, might have uh, had a cancer diagnosis in their past, just any of the stuff, and to say, well, they were probably going to go any day anyway. It's just the height of inhumanity uh, to think that. And also, you know, for whatever reason, you're not able to extrapolate from data. It's not everybody's strong suit. 
But the the real self-centered part of it is that these people are like, look, if you don't have these uh, underlying health conditions or you're not in these risk categories, you're perfectly safe. Again, you got to hold more than one idea in your mind at the same time. Have you have you not heard? And I know you have because they've said it a thousand times. When you're wearing the mask, part of it is protecting yourself, but the main thing is keeping you from giving it to other people. Well, you're I'm not sick. You don't know. You could be asymptomatic. I mean, by the same token that you were just bragging about how. You don't have any of these risks. Good for you. You're healthy. Maybe you won't get it. Maybe you will, and you're so goddamn healthy that there aren't any symptoms, but you're going to go in and spread it around to somebody in Walmart who who does fall into those categories. And, you know, I God, do you want that on your karma, on your scorecard at karma? That just because you didn't feel like it, you went in and got somebody sick and they might have died from it. So... That those posts where they're saying, "Look at this for the CDC. This proves that it's not really a serious condition at all." Uh, is getting blocked on some, and I say good. I mean, it, it it's the equivalent of running in a crowded theater and, and shouting that there's a fire. Here's another story: sixty-seven year old uh, woman got kicked out of a bingo hall. This happened in Canada. <laughs> All right, here's one I haven't heard before. Tell me tell me what you think of this one. She got kicked out of the bingo hall when she refused to put a mask over the breathing hole in her neck. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> so this lady's got, you Interesting. know, one of those uh-huh. things that you speak through. And they said, hey, we need you to cover up the Drake hole. <laughs> Joke's on you. Oh, my God. <laughs> You just said on my <laughs> nose and mouth. Oh, my God. There she is. Now, it doesn't say, like, oh, she was taking a stand, or maybe she just didn't have anything to cover that. You know what? And oh. it might not fit, to be honest with yeah. you. Excuse me, ma'am. Could you put on a neckerchief? <laughs> maybe a turtleneck next time you come in? She would need a bandana. Oh, no. Oh, and it's the, it's the lady's son who's saying, my mom's battled many types of cancers so over the last 20 years. Uh, she can't breathe like us. She breathes through a hole in her neck. Yeah, my mom doesn't she... go out. Maybe she shouldn't be going out to the bingo thing. I don't <laughs> The sitch may be a little different in Canada than it is in the U.S., but... But still, I mean, you know, maybe... wouldn't she count as someone who is like has trouble breathing so they shouldn't have to wear a mask? I, again, I don't know what the rules are in uh, Canada. You know, I would have let her been at bingo. You do you, girl. So the sons say, my mom doesn't go out much unless it's to play at a casino or bingo hall. She's 67. She's been homebound for six months. Let me see. Uh, like most people, she was excited to go play and see her friends again when she went to the Delta Bingo she was told to leave by management if she couldn't cover up the hole in her neck. Oh, no. Well, she explained that it was impossible to do so. Yeah, I think a, a lot of places uh, in the U.S. you could make a compelling argument that it's like, that's going to impede my ability to breathe, you know, because of the hole in my neck. I don't know. It sounds like this lady has enough health problems that That I would encourage her not to go play bingo. 
All right, you want to hear about the new uh, drink at Starbucks? It's not on the menu. Mm-hmm. We were talking about uh, State Fair of Texas foods and that even though there's not going to be a State Fair of Texas, they're going to have a drive-through mm-hmm. uh, or a drive a carryaway uh, service. You get your fried Oreos or your deep-fried uh, chocolate dip, Twinkie, whatever the hell they're going to come up with. Uh, the funnel cake Frappuccino is going viral mm-hmm. right now. You might order it and they know what you're talking about because it's kind of gone viral. But if you want to explain to them what it is, here you go. Uh, the barista might not know what you're saying with funnel cake frappuccino, so you can order by ingredients. Get a cafe vanilla frap, add one pump of toffee nut syrup, caramel drizzle inside the cup, and more caramel plus cinnamon dulce powder on top of whipped cream. Did you get all that? Yeah, it doesn't sound that complicated. There's that some bad. that... Uh, read it back to me. It's a, a vanilla fr- uh, frap. Yeah. With the toffee. With toffee. One pump. One, One pump, pump of toffee and then syrup. Caramel several... drizzle inside. Yeah. Okay. And then cinnamon dulce uh, sprinkling on the whipped cream. I, I, I'm actually impressed that you caught all that. There are some that have so many modifications, and it's hard to keep up. Think of the unicorn frappuccino, like yeah. that incident. It's like that. They're like, oh, well, I do this, 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 one pump of this, splash of this. Like, actually, one of our coworkers, her order is very difficult for me. And every time I go, I'm like, I'm so sorry. To the, here you go. To the barista? Yeah. Is oh, right. So this is supposed to taste like funnel cake. Is funnel cake one of your favorite fair time foods? Funnel cake's bomb. Yep. I'm a big funnel cake fun. fan. Uh, how yeah. about corn dogs? They, I, I don't love know, corn yeah. dogs. I, especially at the Hell fair. Like, yeah. they taste better. Yeah. They move. They smell better. Yeah, they yeah. totally do. They moved my gym my the to the mall, and I got so excited because they're like, yeah, we're going to have so much more room. And I'm like, yo, hot, hot dog, dog on, on a stick. stick. <laughs> I looked at my friend, and she looks at me, and she's like, oh, we getting some we Yeah, getting hot dog dogs. on a stick is great, but there's just something about it being outside and I think they no, might. No, you know what else? Cotton candy. I yeah. love to get the cotton candy at the fair, too. It's got to be fresh. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to watch them make it, the smells out yeah. there and everything. It's just, oh, so good. I'm with you. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Circus folk. No man, you know. Smell like cabbage. Small hands. <laughs> Congratulations to the El Paso Rhinos who won the Craft yeah. Hockeyville yeah. Prize. $150,000. Apparently. <laughs> We had the happiest boss because of this. We're going to get an NHL. Well, not a game, but, you know, like a preseason. Yeah. Two NHL teams are going to come and play at the uh, next to the County Coliseum. You can also have Kevin explain to you all of the different upgrades that we're going to get, because that's what he did for about five, ten minutes yesterday to me. He was explaining (laughs) that to you. Did any of it involve the smell in the locker room? No, it had to do with the why we need a roof so that we can stay open during the summer, as well as why the ice needs something else I wasn't paying attention to. Water, right. Water. Because he asked me, he's like, how many times did you vote? And I was like, I'm more of a supervisor in this role. <laughs> I put out all of the things telling people to vote. And then he started telling me about all the people he got to vote. So. I think mm-hmm. Duke may have said Oh, yeah. Like, no, I got the whole rundown of like all the celebrities that Kevin leaned on to get Yeah. <laughs> to There's get a lot of cool vote. people. Well, good. Maybe yeah. that helped us win. You know? It did. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. 
El Paso won the Kraft Hockeyville uh, $150,000 in rink upgrades. I, I don't know. It, I was Kevin was telling me about stuff that needed to be done. I don't know if you count it as an upgrade if you get a roof <laughs> that doesn't leak. I mean, they're going to use it on what they need it the most for, I guess. But Duke had written a really interesting article last week leading up to this, and he made a good point that the other uh, cities that were in the finals against El Paso, if you looked in those areas, two, one of them was in Minnesota, one of them was in Wisconsin, and one of them was in Kansas. Kansas. If you looked at those other cities, there were other ice rinks, you know, within a 30-mile radius. And up at, when you get in Minnesota, there were multiple, and uh, Wisconsin, there were multiple ice rinks. Dude, when you're up there, you just go to a pond. Yeah. yeah. Well, depending <laughs> yeah. on what month, but they got year-round They got year round skating in those states. And in El Paso, it's, it's pretty much just the, uh, the Rhinos Stadium hockey rink. I know the Fountains has like a little edge. Sometimes they put one downtown, but I'm talking about one where you have room to do more than just turn around, you know. So it was a real good thing that we got it. Uh, over at KLAQ.com, Veronica uh, posted all of the celebrities who got their followers to vote for El Paso. Translation: All of the celebrities that Kevin Vargas called a favorite from. <laughs> Not all of them. <laughs> I, no, you don't call Aaron Jones. Yeah, no, Aaron Aaron's Jones. A... Somebody else got him to do it, but Aaron probably just did it. Like some of these names, I'm like, oh, that yeah, of course. Kevin has them on speed dial. Maybe not speed dial, but Jesse James Dupree. You know. <laughs> Chris Jericho. Oh, so Jericho sure. had He something. tried to pick a lot of hockey guys, too. Is Jesse... Is, like well, Jer- Jericho from Canada. Yeah, right. I believe he's a hockey guy. I think it's kind of mandatory. If you're from Canada, you're a hockey guy. Sin Cara. That's the homie. Yeah, I don't know if uh, that was a Kevin caller. Somebody got Sin Cara to put it out there. Shim. Mm-hmm. He lives here. That's just where it's somebody yeah, 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 who's yeah. affiliated with the city. would probably just, hey, do this. Aaron Jones put the call out. Uh, Jennifer Hahn. Where are you at, Khalid? Ah, Beto. Beto O'Rourke. Uh, Dude, Superman voted for us, too. Who, Henry Cavill? No. What? Josh Hartnett? No. No. <laughs> Who? Right there. Is that Dean Kane? Yup. Mm. Who called him? I'm kidding. Is he from- what? Maybe what? he just nice. loves El Paso. I mean, thanks, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he, someone must have called, like, who do you think called Dean Kane? Who the hell knows Dean Kane? I know Kane? him. Uh, anyway. So that's uh, super cool. We got it. And there's going to be an end. When I say NHL, NHL game, it's not going to be a regular. I don't expect it to be. A, it's probably a preseason game. Mm-hmm. But still, that's that's something we've never had. 
Yeah, Kevin said he thinks it'll probably be this. It will be the Stars because I guess the Youth Hockey League is He's affiliated. affiliated with the Stars. Yeah. Think the Coyotes since they're so close. I'm probably. I think they're. I think they're probably the closest in proximation to the city. It's closer than Dallas. Uh, you, you heard about that uh, EP Originals experience. The uh, the link to tell you more about it is right there on the front page at klaq.com, I noticed, since we're over here. and Who uh, is... Do you know who Stephen Foster is? Yes. He, he wrote Camp Town Ladies. Camp Town Ladies. You sing the song, doo-dar, <laughs> Wasn't that Stephen Foster? Camp Town Races, five times long, Anyways, whoever that is, is the person who's friends with Dean Kane. Speaking of sports, I guess the Miners are going to open their season at home this Saturday. And uh, according to the preseason poll, CBS Sports uh, College Football preseason poll has UTEP ranked? Dead last. Dead last. <laughs> Woo! Adrian posted this. Um, It looks like CBS took out all the colleges that will not be playing as well. Otherwise, so the, the we would have come. Twelve. Other, otherwise, well, we would have come in behind some of them. No, because you're talking big, tw- Big Ten and Pac-12. But out of 76 schools, yeah, UTEP bringing in the bottom. A lot of Texas schools on the bottom. You got uh, Texas State, UT San Antonio, Rice, North Texas. Those are all at the like in the bottom ten. Oh yeah. The only one, like, th- that is the bottom. Like, in order, it starts with UTEP. That's number 76, then Texas State. Then you have South Alabama. But then you go to UT San Antonio, Rice, and North Texas. All right. Well, I guess when you start at the bottom, there's only one way to go. Straight ahead. Or up. <laughs> or, I guess it could be worse. And CBS has Clemson ranked number one, Alabama number two. Oklahoma, number three. Well, we'll see. Not not high hopes for Oklahoma this year. Not high hopes for college football <laughs> this uh-huh. year. I mean, I mean, I don't blame you. I mean, even if you win and it turns out well, you know, the the Pac-12 wasn't even in it, and the you know the Big Ten wasn't in it. I, I guess you would still take a national championship at that point. Yeah, but it. It still I mean, feels granted, like those it's... schools aren't there, but you do still have Clemson and Alabama and Georgia and Florida and LSU yeah. and pretty much if you have the SEC, you're good. Yeah. It just seems like the 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 whole season is still kind of iffy. You know what I mean? I mean the 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 NBA season looked iffy last week. Yeah. You know when they when they took the night off because of social justice. Mm-hmm. All the leagues did. you got to keep your fingers crossed that, that any of this is going to happen, I guess. Uh, we got a thing now when people call and they don't have time to go on the air. Uh, Joanna can ask them uh, yeah. if they want to be recorded. So this is the very first call. Oh, we got one? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So if you call the toll-free neckline, oh. you can leave a message. That's what it's there for. Somebody who was upset? No. Oh. Somebody just had a question. That was kind of the intent. Whoever yells at Joanna. Joanna's always saying, people people yell at me. We're real mean. I have to say it before. So I have to say, you know, this call is being recorded and may be aired. Yeah. And then I go, Buzz Adams Morning Show. 
Do you, you do it real fast, like at the end of a commercial where I, they can't I've understand? I've tried to, and I've noticed, I've noticed might be recorded. the calls have been a lot nicer after I say that. <laughs> right. When you say that your your call might... Originally, or we thought... they're oh. more likely to be... I'll go on air with Buzz. Okay. Well, good. Mission accomplished then. <laughs> but if you want to call in and leave a message, that's the neckline. You could call 844-805-NECK and leave us a message. Just be aware that it might be played back on the air. If you want to talk to us on air, toll-free studio line is 844-305-6210, 844-305-6210. Also, if you, if you call that number and you're not able to go on the air, uh, you, might, we, you might get recorded. So that, that's what this one is. Okay. Hi. Um, my brother is coming to visit. And he never voted, and now he's decided he's voting for Trump. And I got to figure out a way to talk to him without getting in an argument. Wondering if you guys have any advice. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Love the show. All right. Thank you. All right. Uh, is that a friend in the background, or is that Joanna? That's Joanna. Joanna. That's, Joanna, that's right? me. Still that's how it up records me. Oh, okay. Because it sounds like you're in the car with her. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think there's anybody? At this point, that's like oh, I'm, I'm really on the fence between Biden and Trump. No, I really <laughs> don't. There, there are. We've gotten emails about it. I've got to. I've got to think that is just so. I mean, people may say that, but you know, after four years, I think you, you pretty much have an idea if you like what Trump's doing. There's probably. I mean, what are you going to tell people? Exactly. What would you tell people See, that it, would make them say? Oh, I don't think this Trump is quite as upfront and morally upstanding as I thought he and was. And I think that's where I have come to peace with myself as a <laughs> right. human. You're not, you're not yeah, going right. to totally change somebody else's opinion yeah, in where, two months. Whereas my mom gets enraged with my brother, I just kind of sit there and send him Trump t-shirts like, Hey, boo, you want me to buy you this? Because I think it's adorable. And he goes, absolutely, sissy. Buy me that. Uh, buy your brother Trump t-shirts oh it's it was one of the ones that i saw at sturgis like as that a joke. sons of trump one. yeah the sons of trump one. <laughs> we, were I was like, this we is... almost got that for you bud yeah you got like, it fumigated before you gave it to your brother there was a that's a whole pandemic hot spot up there in sturgis right yeah, i mean but it's so it's like i send i send him to that in our our family chat him and his wife are laughing my mom i do not find this funny <laughs> and i look i'm like you failed years ago with him he's been the president of the republican group since high school this is your doing. But it's like the caller was saying that her brother never voted before. Now, without going in depth, I don't know if her brother just turned 18 or, but I think like a huge part of Trump's win in 2016 was people who never voted before in a presidential election mm-hmm. because they had never found a candidate that resonated with them, which the fact that Trump was that candidate probably doesn't say a whole lot. Uh, about what they were for, but I guarantee you, th- I remember watching uh, during the lead up when it was still the primary, you know, so before Trump was even the nominee, PBS had a special and they sent somebody to like a, a call center. So these were people volunteering and they were talking to this one family, uh, like the guy and his wife, and they were saying, well, we've never, we've never voted before, just we never you know, had any interest in politics, but there's just something about this guy that's different. So we're not only voting, but we're donating our time and we're calling. Meanwhile, while they're saying this, and without any commentary at all, you notice their tattoos are like a bunch of uh, like white power tattoos. And if you if you know some of the some of the prison tattoo 
language like the 88 is uh you've been watching ancient. gangland or what is that how you know these things oh, gangland. i know some of it from gangland for sure but if you see somebody with an 88 tattoo that 88 <laughs> is, is sorry <laughs> tried to quiet it and did it <laughs> wear a mask Rona. <laughs> but you know what? But that's kind of where I, I think so, it's, you have to be able to, re- like, I, I respect a person's decision. Like, if my, my brother's voting for him, that's cool. You do you. I'll vote for whatever I want to. My mom, my dad, my sister, you guys do whatever you want. I mean, at this point, I'm not going to be able to change your opinion. Yeah. So I, I don't, not that I don't care, but I'm not going to argue incessantly for hours for no reason for at the end of three hours us to still disagree with one know, another. It's not worth my less time. Less than a month before 2016 election, there was audio of him saying, oh, if, if you, you know, you go up to a girl, if you're a celebrity, you grab it by the punani. And uh, there, there was that tape. And there were still people, you know, that I know who said, that's eh, still not a deal breaker. Obviously, there were people who said that. So I, I just don't know what Trump could ever say, either knowingly or unknowingly, that would... The truest thing Trump ever said was that he could go to Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody in the middle of the street and he he wouldn't lose any supporters. He's absolutely right. Save yourself the effort trying to convince somebody. If after all this, somebody thinks Trump is a good president. Yeah, we're talking to you, man. Hmm? Mr. Olmo spent three hours on Facebook on Friday. It's not worth it. Yeah, it's not worth it to me. Now it's not just Trump. It's like. You know, Black Lives. I, sometimes I have to stand up if somebody says Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization. I have to say, well, you what do you have to? What do you base that on? You know. Well, I do have a huge announcement to make, by the way. Yes. Go for it. <laughs> they have rescheduled turning off oh, the water. Oh, thank you. So for everybody out there, we got an email this morning that said <laughs> they were going to be turning off our water, which basically means we can't go to the bathroom during the show. Like, yeah. we're kind of hosed. Joanna uh, asked me what I was going to do. Yeah. Oh, no, no, don't worry. I asked our boss because I said, genuine question. Buzz has email. executive <laughs> time about four times between 5 no, to 9 a.m. I have one executive time, and it's usually at the same time. No. no. And I told no. Joanna. We know your schedule at this point. I was like, and then the rest of us have to go to the restroom at least once or twice. What are we supposed to do? Our boss writes back, it may just be you have to go back and flush later when you can. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, not a chance. No, dude. that's so not have, happening. That's they, exactly what I, Joanna said. What are you going to do? I said, I'll drop the kids off at the pool. Yeah. No, no, no that's not even mellow. It's not even mellow. That's a that's a floater. He's Gross. gonna let it be a brownout. I told him I was like, I'm going home. Jeez. I'll go home and use the restroom. Be back in about 15 minutes. I mean, that's what happened when I was in Florida and a hurricane would hit. We ran out of power. I mean, we had a generator, but it only powered certain <laughs> parts of the studio, and the water was turned off. And there's big signs on the bathroom doors that say, <laughs> "No." Don't use the restrooms. The water's not working. And yet, for some reason, people... First of all, the lights aren't even turned on in there. So they're walking into a completely dark room, and they still go in Ugh, no. and went, you know, did their business. And it was, and it was multiple people no. over multiple days, and it was horrific. Wait, if if the... Pa- oh, and people would still go in and continue to do yes, it, even no. on top of the people who've yes. been in before. It was like the porta potty mentality. Like, oh, it's just going to sit on top. Well, no, no. Take no. care of it. What no. else were your other options? I mean, because it is true. Sometimes Pop you got to go. When you got to go, you got to go. I mean, what else would you do? Pop a squat. Could you go outside? 
I'm not sure, but you got to plan ahead. Also, why would the plumbing be out if the electricity was out? No, water was turned off as well. Oh, is that a thing they do in a hurricane? Um, it was, I think it was probably shut down because they were repairing things around us because it you know, wiped it all out. <laughs> Speaking of wiped it out, did they leave toilet paper <laughs> in there? Because <laughs> I don't know. I never fully went in, but you could just you could smell it, and it it, it engulfed <laughs> the entire building. We it did that as a prank horrible. in college. There was a guy that was off, and some of us didn't go back for spring break because we had to work or whatever. But we were still living in the dorms, so the deal was everybody use Benny's bathroom. But don't flush. And just let it build up. I mean, by the end of the week, well, I don't want to get gross here. No, but no it's already happened. It's happened. You can imagine. Uh, today is the first day of the of the site and release uh, policy. This has to do with marijuana possession under four ounces. I was reading the story in the paper, though. It looks like if, if a cop wanted to arrest you for having two ounces of marijuana... He still could. This is just kind of like a like a guideline from the city council. My my best advice is you could still get arrested for having having even a, a tiny amount of marijuana. So don't get too carried away with this uh, site and release. But but it is supposed to go into effect today in El Paso. All right, have a great Tuesday, everybody. Enjoy your Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll get things started around five a.m. Two for Tuesday. Get started. Just a moment, and we will talk to you manana. Goodbye.